Hey everybody, this is Sarah, your host. Welcome to Sarah's Simple Thoughts. I am a personal development coach for women. I help women to show up confidently, consistently in every area they find themselves, every role they find themselves, and help them find internal and external confidence. I am so excited for today's episode because I feel like it is such a prevailing topic that we deal with so consistently as members of humankind, but most especially as women. And that is the concept of imposter syndrome. I want to talk about what it is, why it could possibly be existing, and how to overcome it. So the term imposter syndrome is a phrase we use to describe somebody who feels like they're in a place where they probably should not be. Okay. So I actually am so impressed by how many people are unfamiliar with this term. I'll say imposter syndrome and they're like, wait, what, what did you just say? What does that mean? Um, and I think we all know what it feels like, but maybe we don't all know what it means. And so When you're dealing with imposter syndrome, you're feeling like, wow, why am I here? How did I get here? And I should probably leave. It's kind of those overwhelming emotions of like, wow, I do not belong. I should not be here. Now, the key difference between this and feeling like you don't belong and wanting to leave is that usually when you're feeling imposter syndrome, you want to be in that area, okay? So it's like somebody who got a new job and they've started a new role and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm way in over my head, but they don't want to quit. Like they want to successfully complete these tasks. They want to be successful in their role as opposed to, hey, this really isn't good for my mental health. I really don't feel like I belong. I don't feel like these are my people. I don't feel like I'm feeling fulfilled, so I'm going to leave now. Okay, so those are two very different things and we're talking about the first imposter syndrome when you want to stay when you want to be where you're at but you're just feeling way in over your head so the word imposter describes somebody who is impersonating somebody else for the purposes of deceiving often for their own personal gains so like examples of this could be I don't know, like, I don't know if you've seen Catch Me If You Can, but the gentleman, the main character is impersonating doctors, airline pilots, lawyers, so that he can be financially successful, okay? That would be a true example of an imposter is when you're somewhere illegally posing. If you've seen like suits, right? The 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 gentleman who didn't go to law school but is posing as a lawyer, right? He would be a true imposter. Is when you really should not legally be there if you are causing potential harm and if you are participating in any degree of fraud. Let's be honest, you are probably not in any of those circumstances, but you are feeling like you are, okay? That's what imposter syndrome is. Like, wow, I really don't feel like I should be here. I have the credentials. I have the ability. I've been passed on my boards, like all of these things, but I really am not feeling the confidence. Really, it's a lack of confidence. So 
This can get in the way for a multitude of reasons. The first being is that it's just not conducive to your happiness and your growth. When you just feel like you're constantly not where you should be and you just feel like everyone around you is so much smarter and you're telling yourself that you don't belong, that language is going to wear on you after a while, especially if it's not true because you're going to have that cognitive dissonance, okay? Um, The other thing is, is that it can really... (sighs) Make it so that you don't want to get out of your comfort zone. If you already feel outside of your comfort zone and you really are like you're you're technically allowed to be there and you've been asked to be there, but you keep telling yourself you're not equipped, you're missing out on that piece of like, no, I'm okay to be here and I'm going to stretch myself more. Now, is that always what you should be doing no like take a rest take a break congratulate yourself for being there only stretch when you feel comfortable all i'm saying is that if you're just constantly telling yourself that you don't belong you're really missing out on growth opportunity and also fun right so like at the company party if you're just like oh my gosh i need to get out i need to move i need to like do something you're not going to just sit there and enjoy and you're going to miss out on those connections with people that are probably feeling the same way as you. Okay. So imposter syndrome really can get in the way. And also, you know, if you're learning too, like if you're at university and you're like, wow, like I really, really, really don't want to be here because I don't feel like I belong. Okay. And again, huge difference between, wow, I really don't want to be here. I don't feel like I belong. I don't want to be here. Like an authentic, I don't want to be here. I don't think I should be here. And leaving for your own personal joy, very different than, wow, I don't want to be here because it's so scary and I want to be here, but I don't want to, like that is really, those are two totally different things. Um, But what I'm saying is like that gets in the way of learning too. If you're so focused on being intent on the fact that you don't belong, it's going to be hard for your mind to absorb anything else. It's going to be hard for your mind to absorb the fact that you are smart and capable and intelligent and you can do anything you set your mind to, okay? So how can we get through imposter syndrome? Because let me tell you what, it's not bad. It's not, it's not unnatural. It's a very, very normal phenomenon, especially for us as women who have been told, oh, you shouldn't be here for hundreds of years for them to be like, oh yeah, you can be here, I guess. Just prove, just prove to us that you should be here. Okay. Nerve wracking, really nerve wracking. That's why we have so much imposter syndrome around women. So how do we get through this? Number one, find places of peace. Number one, find places of peace in your new area. Okay, so if you have a new job and you're really freaked out that you shouldn't be there, but you really want to stick around, it's okay to go to the restroom and breathe. I cannot count how many times before like a big presentation, a big interview, um, after a confrontation with somebody, just anything, any event that I have just, I've gone to the restroom, locked myself in a stall and just stood there and just been like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) And just like giving myself time and space to breathe. 
to regulate, okay? And whatever you need to regulate, there's so many things you can do. The five in, five out, and the counting down from five, five, four, three, two, one. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, but like bringing yourself to your quantitative brain. Um, You can also go for a walk. Going for a walk is also a really good regulating thing. That's why EMDR exists because you're going back and forth between the right and left side of your brain in a regulatory manner. Walking and running stimulates the same sort of concept. I'm not advocating walking and running as a replacement for EMDR. I'm just explaining why the two are related. Other things you can do is look in the mirror, look at yourself in the eyes, and repeat affirmations to yourself. You can also say, okay, let's unpack this. Like do a little mini life coaching session on the spot. (laughs) Okay, let's unpack this. Where is this coming from? What story am I telling myself? Like all the things, right? So these are all things that we can do on the spot to find peace. So that is like in the moment. There's also a lot of things that you can do to add to your environment when you're not in the moment, right? So you can have a safe place. You can have, you know, your home, your apartment as somewhere that you can retreat to. Um, You can have a friend you can call. You can have um, a favorite comfort food. You can have just any number of things, a comfort blanket. There's lots of things that we can add to our environment to feel safe and to feel like we're having moments of peace to kind of offset the moments of freaking out that we might be experiencing when we are in these moments that cause us imposter syndrome. What else can we do? What else can we do? Okay. So I think also like this is connected to the mini life coaching session journal. Number two is journal, journal your thoughts, journal. What is going on in your brain? get it out on paper because the thing is is that our brain loves to entertain things over and over and over again and make them into reality that's why affirmations work okay so if you can get out those disempowering beliefs on paper look at them at face value and say what do I want to discard? What do I want to keep? And make a conscious effort to tailor your mindset to how you want to be, how you want to show up in the world. Then that's really going to be a confidence booster that's really going to be big for you. Number three, have fun. Sometimes you just got to chill. You just got to relax, okay? This is somewhat related to finding a safe place, but also it's a little different. Find places where you can laugh and have joy and have connection and develop hobbies and and all of these things. There are so many ways to just let go and to have fun. Fun is essential for childhood development. I have a theory that it is also essential for getting us through our development as well. And when we have imposter syndrome, boy, do we know that we are going through something that is really stretching us, okay? So let go, have fun. It is okay to take a step back and to say, oh my gosh, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to pop some popcorn. I'm going to watch my favorite show. 
or I'm going to the beach on Saturday with a couple of my friends, or I'm just going to go into this nice restaurant and I'm going to relax and I'm just going to have a nice meal. Okay, whatever you need to have fun. I'm going to go to the amusement park. I'm going to Disneyland next weekend. Like add that fun element. I remember when I was interning in Dallas, I got two weeks in and I was just like, wow, I feel stressed and I feel like I have no motivation to wake up in the morning because this is so hard. I didn't have depression at the time, but I was having just symptoms of like, ugh. I do not want to do today. <laughs> okay. And so what I did, I was like, okay, how can I, how can I counteract to this? And I said, wow, okay. I have a bucket list of all the things that I want to do in Dallas. And I'm going to start reaching out to people and asking them if they want to do things with me. And it was so fun. I got to like go out with one of my girlfriends to have like my first macaroni and cheese grilled sandwich like it was so coming like being a California girl I was like what is happening but like this is so fun to experience new things and have fun and have connection and joy so I just like went to museums and I and I saw different places and just let go and had fun and I performed a lot better at work Alrighty. So those are some of the main things that we can do to counteract imposter syndrome. And the final one I want to talk about is the relationship with worthiness. And you've heard me talk about this is that uh, there is this innate obsession we have as, as women and honestly, as, as people about like, oh my gosh, am I worthy? Am I okay? Am I good? Like, are we good? Am I okay? Like, and it's just this constant, like, am I worthy? Am I worthy to exist? And am I worthy to be here? Like, those are the two questions we're constantly asking ourselves, if not actually subconsciously. And I think just taking that on and saying, okay, I see you. I see your concerns. Yes. You are worthy to be here. And yes, you are worthy to exist. Why? Because you're here. You're here and that's enough. You don't have to prove yourself in any other way, especially for those of us who were raised in a household of merit-based love of like, oh, if you do that, I can love you. If you do that, I cannot love you. If you were raised in a household like that, it's going to be even more prevalent for you. Just take a step back and say, wow, I am worthy because I exist. I exist. And that's all I need to do to be worthy of love and attention and all of the good things in life. I am worthy to be here because I know what I'm doing. As in, I've been credentialed or I've gone to university or I've been interviewed and I got this job and like, I know what's up. That doesn't mean, oh, I always know what's going on. Believe me. There are some meetings I've been in where like, what the heck is going on here? And (laughs) it's a little crazy, but that doesn't mean that I'm not worthy, that I'm not equipped, that I'm not capable. Guess what? You are. You totally are. So... Like I say, the last one is just, wow, relax, 
and realize you are enough. You are enough to be here. And also realize that everyone else around you, despite what they may give off, they're probably going through something similar of just like, wow, I don't know if I should be here. I don't know if this is up my alley. I don't know. We're all dealing with insecurity. We're all dealing with uncertainty. Where does imposter syndrome come from? We've addressed a couple of things. I just want to iron it out for us, make it real crisp and clean. It comes from a lot of different areas. And I think one is societally, like I talked about, women have not been allowed in these spaces for a long time. Who are we to finally be able to be here? At least that's what I think sometimes. Okay, so that's one area it comes from. Another area is like we talked about, it might come from family upbringing. Oh, like you are okay to be here if you take certain actions, if you behave a certain way, then you're okay to be here. Especially if growing up you were like isolated when you misbehaved. Like if you were put outside, if you were like distanced from everyone else when you misbehaved, it's this narrative of, oh, you're okay to be here if you do what we say. If you don't, then we have to ostracize you. Okay. So there's a lot of implicit things that go on in this. And honestly, we're edging a little bit into therapy stuff. So I don't want to get too far in there. If you feel like this is really impacting you in a strong way, if this is resonating with you, therapy might be in order and that's okay. I want you to know that's okay because if you grew up in one of those households, you might have also been told that you only go to therapy if you have something seriously wrong with you. No, we all need therapy. Spoiler alert, we all need therapy. (laughs) Okay, that's my little plug. Where else could imposter syndrome be coming from? Oh, you could have had a really bad experience and somebody could have told you at work, like, why are you even here? We don't even want you here. Why are you so incapable? You totally messed this up. That's a little scarring. That's a little traumatizing. And that's hard. That's really hard. Okay. So at the end of the day, getting past imposter syndrome is really all about, okay, number one, I want to be here and here's why. Number two, I want to be here. So unless I decide otherwise, I'm going to stick this out and I have the tools necessary to be here. I am certified or I've been interviewed or I've, I know I have the credentials. I know I have the know-how, whatever it is, back up what you know. I have all this knowledge and I know that I'm going to impact this company in this way. I'm giving lots of corporate examples, by the way, because it's the most tangible for me. I realize that this is not applicable to everybody. I'm okay to be here because this university accepted me. I'm okay to be part of this group because I resonate with what they're saying here. I'm okay to be pursuing education because I want to. Like, there's so many examples. I'm just giving a few finite examples. Anyways, it's okay to be here and back your back yourself up a little bit, okay? And then find out how to balance the stress. Find out how to regulate. Is it hanging out with coworkers? Is it, is it hanging out with other group members? Is it hanging out with the other club people? Is it hanging out with... 
your classmates? Is it talking to your professor and saying, okay, I'm really stressed about this. Can you talk to me? Like regulate, 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 um, get some human connection and interaction and have fun. So there are lots and lots of reasons to feel unworthy, to feel like you don't belong. I'm here to tell you that there are just as many or more reasons why you should be there, why you should stay there. And the only reason I say should is because you want to. If at any point you don't want to anymore, leave. That is awesome. Like that is totally within your decision making. You are in control here. You get to decide what you want to have stay in your life and what you want to have leave. And I'm here to let you know that whatever you want to have stay, no matter how challenging it is, no matter how outside your comfort zone is, you're worthy and you're able to be in those spaces. And I'm so excited for you. I am so excited for you. I'm rooting for you in whatever you are pursuing in whatever area of life it may be. Imposter syndrome is real. Get real with it. Find your own worthiness in those moments of, oh, I should not be here. Oh, I should be here. And here's why. Love you guys lots. And I will see you next time.